1: Welcome aboard to Cruise Radio, your home port for everything cruising and more. Subscribe to our newsletter and weekly radio show at cruiseradio.net.
0: Happy Memorial Day weekend. From the Cruise One Studios in Jacksonville, Florida, I'm Matt Bassford. And I'm Doug Parker. You can follow us on Twitter at Cruise Radio and become a fan of
2: our Facebook page at facebook.com slash
0: cruiseradio. Hope you're having a nice three-day weekend with your family and friends. Doug and I thought we would revisit the time when Stuart Sheeran, the cruise guy, joined us as we all went aboard. Royal Caribbean's Oasis of the Seas
2: Yeah, critics have been giving the ship mixed reviews We actually talked to Ann Campbell at the end of last year and uh, this is what she had to say
3: Oasis of the Seas is a mall combined with Las Vegas Hotel with all the dining options the entertainment throw in a theme park where you can go zip line between the two hotel towers And you can go rock climbing and do a simulated surfing experience and um, really don't care if they're on a ship at all. In fact, the ocean, you can barely see it. And I think I felt kind of uncomfortable for a little while because, you know, when I realized I had to go to deck 16 to even see the ocean. So it's not for people who really care about being on a cruise ship.
0: Well, that's one way to look at it. As far as I'm concerned, I'm nothing but impressed with this ship so far. And you got to respect her honesty, too.
2: Sure. Look, everybody, Stuart Chiron,
0: the cruise guy, joins us. Stuart, hit that switch.
2: There
1: you Thanks. go. Hey, Stuart. <laughs> Thanks for getting us on board, man. Hey, Matt and Doug. It's great to be here. and glad you guys had the time to come check out one of the most unbelievable ships in the world. And here we are. We're actually on the Royal Promenade. We just boarded the ship. And, you know, guys, you, you've, you've, you've read about it. You've seen some video about it. Did any of that do it justice? What do you guys <laughs> think?
2: <laughs> it's amazing. Here we are sitting right in the middle. And above us is Central Park. We can see all the greenery. Uh, Behind us is the boardwalk. Like so many neighborhoods in eye view, it's insane. It's almost overwhelming.
0: Far more
1: incredible than what you read about or see on TV. Being 46% bigger than the previous largest ship, which was the three uh, Freedom Class ships, when you went from 160 to 225,000 tons... And having sailed on this ship and been on many times, it's you know it's very hard to believe you're actually on a cruise ship. And you know what? Repeat, what, what a lot of people are going to discover as we do these interviews and that people actually see it, is there really is a ship for everybody, and there is a reason why there are so many mall of Americas around the country because people like activity, they like to be entertained, and you're going to see this ship has got more entertainment options than than any other cruise ship which really kind of you know will help you understand that this is not just a cruise ship there
0: is something for everybody if you want to get connected with the ocean and enjoy that you can if you want to do the shopping the spa, whatever you can. It's all here.
2: Or if you want to spend all afternoon drinking and ice side, there's like <laughs> 10 bars right around us right now.
1: So, yeah, But the nice thing is there is something for everybody, and you know what? It's not for everybody. If you like something smaller and more intimate, there is a cruise ship for you at a price that fits your your budget but you know this is a ship that is really just going to amaze more people than that are giving it credit for because there is nothing else like it and why are people paying a premium for it today well you know when you have the newest flashiest car people will pay a premium to get that car first Mm -hmm. so you want to get on the newest flashiest ship Oasis of the seas is it and it's well worth the money
2: and i think it would be impossible to do everything on a seven night cruise too there's too
1: many options but again that's the beauty of it because you don't have to feel rushed to do it all at once. There's plenty of time, and if you don't want to get off in one of the three ports, you don't have to. This ship has more to keep you entertained, so when people say, well, Doug, there's nothing to do on board a cruise ship, I'm going to feel too confined. I mean, what would you say to that? You haven't been
2: aboard
0: the Oasis, then.
2: And, Stuart, they're building the Allure of the Seas, which is being released the later on in 2010. Now, is that ship going to be the exact same as the Oasis? It's going
1: to be exactly the same in most respects, but it has been uh, hinted at. There may be some small modifications, improvements, as they would do on any ship after they've had time to kind of kick the tires and see how everything runs, that there's going to be some minor modifications, which will just make Allure even better. My question is, what else can they do? I mean, it seems
2: like everything is... Just an eyesight. Everything is on this ship already, you know.
1: You were worried about, you know, you know, the line for one flow rider until right. you looked at the other side of the ship and noticed there was a second yeah. flow rider. It's really incredible. And, and I tell people that it doesn't matter what hotels and resorts you've been at or you know which cruise ships you sailed on until you've seen Royal Caribbean's Oasis of the Seas. You ain't seen nothing yet.
0: We are definitely going to talk to the chef. We're going to talk to the cruise director. Maybe talk to some passengers. And thank you, Stuart Shiron the cruise guy. Found it at cruiseguy.com. We're going to get your hot deals later in the show, too. My pleasure. Thanks, Stuart. While we're waiting on the cruise director to come talk to us, want to mention the Crown Plaza Hotel. It's where we stayed the past couple of nights. This is a lovely place. It's uh, got that new hotel smell since, actually, I think it, uh, yesterday was their one-month anniversary.
2: I think we might have been the first people staying in the ruins we
0: were in. That's how new it was. It felt that new. It's a really nice, modern, comfortable design. There's a beautiful Chase lounge chair in the room, uh, but a lot of the amenities you would expect at one of these nicer nicer hotels. There's actually the parking garage is underneath the hotel, so not a lot of long walks to and from your car.
2: And the fifth floor is like the Oasis. There's everything on it. There's a restaurant, a lounge, a business center, which I used this morning to print up our shipboard documents. Um, also, there's
0: plenty of meeting spaces, which we're not utilizing, but folks were
2: there utilizing that. There's
0: a fitness center, which is all brand new equipment uh, in the pool even though it's kind of chilly uh, you actually, we're seeing people enjoying the pool. I was amazed they must have been snowbirds
2: because they were down there sunbathing in like 60 degree weather.
0: You can find a review of the brand new Crown Plaza Hotel in Fort Lauderdale on our website, it's right there on the homepage, just go to cruiseradio.net Alright, he is here, Royal Caribbean's Oasis of the Seas, Cruise Director Richard Spacey, who is from the UK, right? Cheers. Cheers, mate.
4: <laughs> how are you?
0: <laughs> Thank you so much for uh, talking to us today. No problem at all. All right, so how did you become the cruise director of the world's largest ship?
4: Well, I started off as cruise staff with the company 12 years ago, and I, uh, I worked for six months as cruise staff and then went promoted to activities manager, and I've been a cruise director now for the past 11 years here.
2: Now, are you surprised on not only um, how passengers are amazed by the size of the ship, but what it also has to offer?
4: Yeah, um, people are blown away. You don't get to see everything in one week, that's the thing. You know, people have often said at the end of the cruise, we have to come back so we right. can see the rest of the ship.
0: People may be concerned about the disembarkation due to the uh, large number of passengers. What protocol are in place to make it really fast and efficient?
4: This is actually the most efficient ship, I think, in the world for that. We, uh, we've we got uh, digital signage all over the ship, which actually tells people exactly where they've got to go. We've even got something great in the, all of the elevators, a gangway button. So they can hit that, and it will take them to exactly the correct gangway, wherever it may be on that particular day. But it, honestly, it's the most efficient ship I've ever seen for that.
0: Well, they, just looking around, all the technology, those massive touchscreens were just impressive.
4: That's right. I mean, they could the guests can enter in their stateroom number, and it will tell them exactly how to get there from wherever they happen to be on the ship at that time.
2: A ship size has many different shows and stuff. How often do you switch the shows up or are they pretty consistent week after week?
4: That's right. Well, we have the production shows, for instance. We've got two production shows, Hairspray and also Come Fly With Me. We've also got Oasis of Dreams, which is an aqua show, and then Frozen in Time. Those are the standard shows that will stay the same from week to week. They get changed up uh, about every eight years. And the uh, other ones, we have headliners and comedians, and they change every single week.
0: With a ship this size and so many passengers, do you ever find yourself being spread too thin?
4: um no not really i mean uh basically the jobs get done when they get done right so i mean we, we will get round to everything eventually but uh it's just it's we're finding out stuff for the first time because we got technology on here that we're just finding out about now so i mean the fountain shows and stuff we actually have fountain shows even in the rural promenade right here but also in the aqua theater huge production fountain shows i mean it's it's, it's incredible stuff
0: be honest, Richard. You're, you're still looking through the instruction manual.
4: That's absolutely right. Yeah, absolutely.
2: For uh, folks who've never cruised on the Oasis before, what can the first-time cruisers expect on this uh, type of huge ship?
4: They can expect to see things they've never seen before on a cruise ship. Uh, th- as I said, we talked about the technology, but the shows here, they've got a 90-minute full Broadway show, Hairspray. I mean, uh, a flying show, Come Fly With Me. As I said, The things they got going on there is incredible. There's even an Imagine Ocean show. There's a production show just for the kids. It's It was uh, written and conceived by uh, one of the people that was involved with Avenue Q, and it's a full 20-minute uh, lit um, puppet show. Right.
0: Amazing. And you mentioned Hairspray, uh, which is really cool because this is the first Broadway show ever right. on a cruise ship.
4: The first full Broadway show, yeah. Uh, on other cruise ships, we've used segments from that, but this is the one. It's a full... The full 90-minute version they would have playing in Vegas, that's exactly what we have here.
0: Of any cruise line, y'all got it first.
4: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Does Broadway or the production of Hairspray, do they have total control of the casting of it?
4: Absolutely. We work in conjunction with the producers and the directors of the Broadway version, and we have our own people that work with them. They tell them exactly what they want, because obviously you have to maintain the integrity of the show as well.
0: well. Richard Spacey, Cruise Director of the Oasis of the Seas, I will say again. Cheers, mate.
1: Cheers. Thank right. you so much. Thank you so much, mate. You. You. You're listening to Cruise Radio, the fastest growing cruise talk radio show in the nation. You can now follow Cruise Radio on Twitter at Cruise Radio.
0: Doug and I are aboard Royal Caribbean's Oasis of the Seas here in Fort Lauderdale, along with Stuart Sheeran, the Cruise Guy, founded CruiseGuy.com and One of the passengers, Jack, has walked up to our little broadcast table. And I understand, Jack, you've been on
3: a lot of cruises. Is that right? I have. I've been over 150 cruises. Wow. And uh, I've been on a lot of the different cruise lines, Carnival, Royal Caribbean, NCL. But I have favored Royal Caribbean because it's the kind of clientele that I like. But I've never been on a ship this large, and it's absolutely amazing. I mean, there's nothing like Central Park on any other ship. Royal Caribbean does have some promenades, on their other smaller ships, but this is just outrageously amazing.
0: What's the ship that you've sailed mostly on? i
3: been on the Norway most of the time. Unfortunately, it had an explosion, and they've dismantled the Norway, so it's no longer sailing. But uh, this could be my new ship. It's an incredible ship, and uh, the clientele looks like the kind of people that you can enjoy meeting and, and enjoying the evening with. But just the number of different rooms and the different motifs is just, uh, it's a little bit of everything for everybody so you couldn't miss uh, coming on here and finding something that you like to do. What is your favorite part of the ship so far that you've seen? I think without a doubt Central Park. It's just amazing to see that much live plants and flowers in an an area that large uh, which is encompassed by uh, inside cabins looking down on Central Park. It's just breathtaking.
0: For someone who's cruised as much as you
3: have, do you think that this is too big of a ship no it's not too big because there are certain uh, intimate areas uh we've been as as you know to four or five different areas just on the entertainment deck and a lot of them were very small intimate rooms the jazz room was nice and small so there are plenty of places to go if you're not a big ship aficionado if you like the smaller intimate areas they have plenty of smaller rooms that are perfect for people who would rather have an intimate uh, encounter Jack, I've heard some
0: passengers complain that the ship is simply too big, it's hard to get around, you don't really have a a true connection with the ocean. What do you think about that?
3: Well, actually, the ship is very easy to maneuver. It's uh, laid out very well, so you don't feel lost, you don't feel like it's uh, too large for you to navigate. Uh, So I think they've done an excellent job in laying the ship out so that it's not the too big a ship feeling. And as you know, we've been on here long enough to see almost full capacity of passengers. And I don't think we felt uh, that we've been crowded out of anything. We've gotten into the restaurants. We've been able to sit down and eat. The lines for the buffet were not uh, overwhelming. Uh, We were able to get around the ship very easily. Even the waits for the elevators were not uh, overly uh, cumbersome. So I think uh, the ship is well laid out and can handle this size uh, capacity. Being on so many ships that you've been on, what was your impression of Terminal 18? Certainly well, well laid out. The, the cruising that I've done has been the last money that they've spent was on the terminals. They just didn't do anything at all to make it feel like a welcoming environment. But they've done an amazing job. They have furniture. They have areas that you can sit and have uh, something to drink. Uh, it's very well laid out. Uh, you can see very easily the signage so you know where you're going. Uh, a it's a much nicer atmosphere than any of the other piers or ports that I've been to all over the world. I've been to Barcelona, I've been to London, and it's not nearly as nice as it is here. So they've spent the right kind of money to make you feel very welcome when you come in, and this is your first impression, obviously.
0: All right, thank you so much, Jack. We really appreciate it. After the break, we'll have your cruise news and talk to Executive Chef Johan. We are on location aboard Royal Caribbean's Oasis of the Seas.
5: Show questions or
4: comments? We'd love to hear from you at 866-874-7957.
1: Cruise Radio will return after these brief words.
4: If you missed any part
1: of the show or want to hear more, go to cruiseradio.net and click on radio channel or go to iTunes and search Cruise Radio. Follow us on Twitter at Cruise Radio.
0: Have you been dreaming lately about a romantic tropical cruise to the Caribbean? Or
4: how about a breathtaking scenic cruise to Alaska? Or
0: how about the Mexican Riviera? Or Cancun? Cancun. Or New England? Or Canada? Or Italy? Or Greece? Or the Far East? Or Or how about a cruise around the whole world! Cruise one. Got a dream vacation for you Cruise One Had send you on your way Cruise One Number one in cruising Nation
4: nationwide one. Cruise, cruise One
0: Yeah! Cruise One Cruise One has more than 550 cruise specialists nationwide ready to help you plan your dream cruise and speaking with a local Cruise One expert is as easy as calling toll-free 1-800-CRUISE and the number one That's one 800 Cruise One or find us online at CruiseOne.com. Number
4: one in cruising nationwide.
0: Alright, since we're aboard the world's largest ship, Royal Caribbean's Oasis of the Seas, it's only fitting that we interview the executive chef, Johan, in the largest dining room aboard the ship, the beautiful Opus dining room. Uh, Chef Johan, we know you're extraordinarily busy. Thank you so much for spending time with us. Nice to be here. Alright, first question. Is cranking out around 30,000 meals a day, is it as hard as it sounds? Uh,
5: yes and no. Uh, so, uh, yes, because it's uh, a lot of uh, meal, a lot of plates of food, but uh, no, because the logistic behind the whole scene is uh, really perfect. Uh, so, we are set up uh, 100%, and uh, like I said, the whole logistic, how the whole team works, how the setup is, it's amazing. Uh, so, it's just the, the logistic, it's fantastic.
0: And I say 30,000, but how, how much is it really,
5: uh, roughly? It's around 30,000. You're oh, absolutely good. right. Oh, but it's brilliant. when you calculate it in plates, there are 100,000 plates a day. Uh, when you think that we have 6,000 guests on board, in average, only for dinner, you have five plates per per guest, so we're talking about 30,000 plates just for dinner. Then you have uh, crew members on board, uh, we have 2,164 crew members this week, uh, so altogether around 100,000 plates every single day. Can you highlight for us the weekly consumption, like how many pounds of shrimp you use or on a ballpark figure uh, steak or whatnot? Absolutely. Also, when you uh, think that we use on watermelon, honeydew melon, and cantaloupe melon around twenty-eight thousand pounds per week, mm-hmm. we have uh, chicken uh, breast sixteen thousand pounds a week. We use around seven thousand lobster tail a week. Also, we're using a lot of uh, a lot of food on uh, on <laughs> yeah, Oasis. Uh, altogether, we have uh, loaded this week eight hundred seventy-six pallets of uh, food. Also, it's quite a lot of uh, food. Fresh. Uh, when you think that we use fresh fruits and fresh. Uh, uh, Watched around uh, 55 to 60,000 pounds per week. Wow. Who designs the uh, menus and are they the same every sailing? Uh, at the moment, yes. The, uh, every Saturday, every Sunday, every Monday, we have the same menus. Uh, the menus are created from our director of culinary operation, Mr. Jungbert Joseph, and his uh, traveling chefs. And then what they're doing is just they bring it on a ship, we test them on one of the ships, and then we roll it out in the over the whole fleet. Okay, so you being the executive chef, you're like at the top of the food chain, we could say. Uh, How many folks do you have working in the kitchen underneath you? Altogether, we have uh, 348 uh, crew members in the galleys. Uh, I have ten sous-chefs, I have five exe-sous-chefs, then as well I have five uh, EGALI cleaning specialists who are in the management team for sanitizing, cleaning, make sure we are always up to public health uh, standard. And uh, like I said, we have uh, 348. Out of the 348, there are 226 chefs and uh, 122 cleaners. With uh, putting out so many meals every day, how do you maintain the consistency
0: of the quality?
5: Uh, very simple. Royal Caribbean uh, standard is that we have actually, op- before we open the, the dining room, an hour before opening, we have uh, food tasting. That means uh, everything is recorded. We uh, Our director has uh, made some pictures of every single item on the menu. We have a recipe and as well uh, uh, how actually the preparation should be done. Uh, so we bring the menu out and then we every chef is bringing his plate. For example, the starter, the salads, the soups. The main courses and then my team uh, and myself, we are checking every single item. If it looks first on the presentation, it's the same like on the picture and then actually we taste it and we record it an hour before. And so we can guarantee you that every week you have the same product. With the uh, advancement of computers and such, uh, how is technology um, helping you in the kitchen? Oh, it's actually a very big uh, impact, especially on the Oasis of Disease, because the Oasis of Disease is the first Royal Caribbean ship who has an, uh, a computer system completely into the uh, so an, uh, digital meal count system in oh. the galleys, where we have actually monitors around all over the galleys. And uh, there, where the waiter, for example, take the order uh, medium steak, they go into their computer, put them in, like in the system, it comes in straight up in the galleys. And so we can actually control it, what we cook and uh, the whole production. And uh, where are you from? I'm born in Austria, living now in Mexico. And uh, yeah, How old were you when you left Austria? I was quite uh, young, actually. I left with uh, 19. Uh, I had made the hotel management school in Salzburg in Austria. Then I finished my last year, my master's degree in Australia, in Sydney, in Manly. And then from there I went to Norway. I was uh, working 10 years in Norway. Was well worked for a special occasion for the King of Norway for his birthday, six his birthdays, <laughs> for <laughs> the, the world championship in uh, skiing, etc. And then I came to Royal Caribbean uh, six years ago. And you've been an executive chef for how many years? I've been our executive chef for 11 years altogether. And with uh, Royal Caribbean now, six years.
0: Cool. cool. Chef Johan aboard the Oasis of the Seas, thank you so much. We really
1: appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Have a question for the experts? Or would you like to talk about your cruise or vacation experience, good or bad? Email comments at cruiseradio.net.
0: That was all from the time we visited the Oasis of the Seas back in February. Hope you enjoyed that. If you missed any part of it, you can find it at cruiseradio.net. Stuart on the Cruise Guide, joins us now with your hot deals.
6: Uh, Alaska, there's still some really good opportunities. NCL's Norwegian Pearl doing the seven-night inside passage. Uh, departing round trip out of Seattle, there are some deals right now with Round Trip Air starting from just nine ninety nine per person. Nice. Wanting to head to uh, Caribbean, uh, Emerald Princess is a great option. Uh, doing seven night Eastern or Western Caribbean out of Fort Lauderdale, summer rates starting as low as six hundred forty nine dollars per person. Carnival's brand new Carnival Dream, which is uh, out of uh, Port Canaveral, it's got some summer deals as low as six hundred ninety nine dollars. But because there aren't that many ships sailing uh, seven night out of Port Canaveral, the prices uh, will be going up. And what's very important for people to understand is that any summer cruises, uh, if you're planning to take three or four people sharing a cabin, mm-hmm. you got to book it sooner rather than later because a lot of sailings they've already put two passenger restrictions on, which means you may have to spend a little bit more money to buy a second cabin. Right. So be flexible uh, with your ship and sailing dates. And, and ask, uh, you know, to check uh, sailing before or after your desired dates because that could save you a lot of money.
2: You're talking about the Dream. Did I read this right? In October, the Dream has sailings for as little as, like, $409?
6: Well, it's around uh, $419, somewhere in there, which is not atypical. I mean, that's, you know, uh, 499 is a typical fall price. Uh-huh. So, uh, But, you know, also keep in mind that you're also talking about cabins that... Um, you know, have uppers and lowers.
2: Gotcha. Bunk beds.
6: So it's it's better to, when you're looking at the uh, starting pricing, you, you, you look at with two lower beds that can be pushed together. Gotcha. And uh, and then, you know, if you're looking head to head to, to Europe this summer, probably one of the best deals, if you want to go on one of the best uh, cruise lines in the world, uh, Seabourn just launched this, or just took delivery of their brand new Sojourn, which is a 32,000 ton ship only holding 450 people. And these are considered some of the absolute very best ships in the world. So Seabourn's offering a great summer deal for uh, on for their ships: the Spirit, the Legend, the Odyssey, and the Sojourn. They're doing seven to fourteen night Mediterranean uh, from Venice, Rome, uh, Istanbul, and London. Uh, the prices were from seventy two hundred. They're now starting from twenty four ninety nine. And if you want air, they're just starting from thirty five fifty. Nice. So those are some really uh, good deals for people to take advantage of this summer.
0: Thank you, Stuart Shiron, the Cruise Guy, found at CruiseGuy.com. You can also follow him on Twitter at CruiseGuy.
2: You can also follow us on Twitter at Cruise Radio and sign up for our Facebook page, Facebook.com slash Cruise Radio. Also, we'd love to hear from you. Email comments at CruiseRadio.net or give us
0: a call at 866-874-7957. Yeah, if you've had a good or bad cruise experience or any travel story you'd like to share with us, love to hear from you.
2: Once again, that number is 866 874 7957.
0: Seven. Next week, we're going to be aboard the Carnival Fascination, which leaves out of our city here in Jacksonville, Florida. Speaking of which, we ask for your help in keeping the cruise terminal here in Jacksonville. Just go to facebook.com and search Keep Cruise in Jacksonville.
2: Yeah, that's going to be a very good show. We have interviews lined up with the assistant cruise director,
0: the uh, executive chef, and hotel director as of right now. For your next travel, consider that's cruise, one.com. That's cruiseone.com from the Cruise One Studios in Jacksonville, Florida, I'm Matt Basford, and I'm Doug Parker, and this is Cruise Radio. Have you been dreaming lately about a romantic tropical cruise to the Caribbean, cruise
2: One. or how about a breathtaking scenic cruise to
0: Alaska, cruise One. or how about the Mexican Riviera, or Cancun, Cousin? or New England, or Canada, or Italy, or Greece, or the Far East, or how about a cruise, cruise around the whole world? and you on your way. Cruise One! Number one in cruising nationwide. nationwide. Cruise One! Yeah! Cruise One! Cruise One has more than 550 cruise specialists nationwide, ready to help you plan your dream cruise. And speaking with a local Cruise One expert is as easy as calling toll-free. 1-800 cruise and the number one. That's 1-800-Cruise One. Or find us online at cruiseone.com. Number one in